0: Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I'm your host, Chip Hazard. Number one in the hood, G. My name is Talon Williams, and uh, it is
1: now time for our weekly pickums for the NFL season. But before we get to it, let me just say one quick thing to everybody who is who has sent their thoughts and their prayers out to my family this week. Thank you guys so much. For those of you who don't know, uh, this past week, my father, uh, who I talk, we talk about a lot on the video game podcast and stuff, he uh, had open-heart surgery this week. Uh, he is recovering. He is resting. It was, the surgery was successful. And uh, y'all just continue to keep me in thoughts and prayers, man. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about that subject. Again, love you, Daddy. Hope you get to hear this. And we are going on. We're going to review week six real quick. As, as per normal. And, <laughs> dude... Again, another week of who the hell are the good teams in the NFL? Like, we can clearly tell that New England, let's, we'll start with Thursday night, New England, Molly the Giants, um, you would think if any team had a chance against them, you know, should have put it on, I'm just joking, uh, but yeah, New England came away with a big victory on Thursday Night Football, and then they got a, a whole, uh, whole week of rest before they get back to it for the Monday nighter. Right. Like, I mean, gee, I wonder how the New England Patriots got a Thursday nighter and then the very next week they got a Monday nighter. Oh, gee, I don't know. Nepotence? I don't know. Anyway, uh, and then the Sunday nighters, which we've got a whole bunch of these wrong, so let's go ahead and get through it right now. Uh, although Carolina
0: and Tampa Bay, that was a good game. That was that was a good game. Uh, had Carolina winning. Of course, they did. <clears throat> I believe you had Carolina winning as well, I right? I had Carolina winning as well. Yep. Yes. Seattle um, and Cleveland had Seattle winning, I had although Seattle Cleveland winning. almost. It, here's the thing: Seattle didn't win that game. Cleveland, Cleveland blew that lost game. Lost that yeah, game. Yeah. The Cleveland. They blew were the game. Yeah. They were up two scores, and Baker started throwing interceptions, trying to force balls. You don't even have to fucking don't don't try to force the ball anywhere. You're up by two scores.
1: You you did the got, Al- yeah,
0: like, did the Atlanta Falcons not teach you anything from that Super Bowl? Right. Just run the football. You're ahead. You've got <laughs> arguably one of the best quarter or uh, running backs with Bradley Chubb, right? Uh, Nick Chubb. Bradley, Bradley Chubb. Nick Chubb, is the Chubb yeah. Chubb, Chubb. Chub. Chub. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you got him. And then, not this week, but this week, week seven, they got Kareem Hunt coming back. Yeah. I mean, they arguably, I would say they have the best running back core with those two. Right. Than anybody. But we still got Baker Mayfield trying to force the ball into places it should never be. Right. And that's going to be... I, I'm not going to say
1: that's going to be their downfall, but he's probably going to be a major reason why that team is not going to be as successful as so many analysts have said before
0: in the past. He's just got to grow and figure <clears> out figure out how. he can't. He can't throw the ball, a hundred percent of the time.
1: Right, he's going to make this dumb decisions. Um, another, going to another good quarterback, um, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the Houston Texans
0: beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I predicted that. Go I back did. and listen to Week Six Pickems. Chip predicted that. Chip predicted that one, and then, you know, I, I'm. I,
1: I don't think. I think. Deshaun Watson is very undervalued as a quarterback and a lot of analysts have been talking about that this past week that he is very very underrated as a quarterback and I'm happy that they actually given him his due now. Yeah. Um and then I go on to a, to oh my god. Washington and Miami. I had high hopes that this would be the, that this would be it. It came down to a two-point conversion attempt that flopped and I'm like son of a bitch. <laughs> We're zero and five on the on the year, and should have just I, went for the tie. It, it, thank you, just but you know what though, you were zero and at the time you're zero and four, you're desperate, you want to try to like make a statement win, and it didn't work out. So hey, it is it point, is what got it is.
0: Left to lose. Exactly,
1: it is what it is. Um, and then in a surprise, Minnesota beat Philadelphia. I was expecting Philly to come through and you know actually make it a competitive. I mean, I had it twenty seven
0: twenty three Philadelphia for the final, but I mean, it was close. Yeah, um, I, 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 excuse me. I had Philadelphia winning that one, and they lost by 18. I know. And then New
1: Orleans uh, beat Jacksonville. I, we had, I think we had, both had, had that, that one. one. Uh, Baltimore beat Cincinnati. I had think had we both one. had that one. Uh, San Francisco beating the L.A. Rams. I think we both had that I one. Had that one. Uh, and then here comes the rest. Of, I I had trash the rest of the time. I had Atlanta beating Arizona. That didn't happen.
0: I picked Arizona to win.
1: Arizona finally has. Shown but again again it was the Falcons. The Falcons are one in five right now, dude. They have they have been playing. Falcons like are garbage, garbage right now. Uh and then in a surprise, I mean I wasn't expecting I was I was expecting the Titans to beat the Broncos. The Broncos shut them out 16 to nothing. The Titans couldn't even fucking score. Marcus Jesus Super Mariota got benched for Ryan freaking Tannehill. And he didn't do no better. Exactly. But. And then the upset of the week, although we were both kind of happy about it cuz yeah <laughs> cuz you know but Dallas um Dallas lost to the New York Jets 24 to 22 and that was definitely the upset of the week. No one was expecting the Jets to win that.
0: One. Uh it, and then the Sunday Rob, night of Broadway Red, Sam came back from mono and said, "Fuck you guys, I'm winning." Right, you know. Who knows who knew the kissing disease could make you a better
1: quarterback. I, mean, I didn't uh, write. uh so and then and then the Chargers again
0: they got beat by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, hold up. Not only did they get beat by the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got beat by the Pittsburgh Steelers and a third-string quarterback. At home. That's another thing. At home. So, yeah.
1: And then the Monday Nighter. Now, I'm going to say this. I had, the, I had the Packers winning this game. I did, too. So, technically, our picks were correct. But I didn't watch Monday Night Football. I hadn't even watched any of the highlights. But Chip, what did you think about that? Because you had you said you seen it.
0: What was that call? Was it a bull? Was it a bullshit call? Because I didn't uh, see it. it. It was it was a bullshit call. Okay. It was a phantom face mask that, that it, it just wasn't there. Right. And it was close, twenty three to twenty two. So. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, yeah.
0: Now, will I say that Detroit left some points on the the board that? They, they they could have won, and I won't say that the the refs screwed them, but, but the refs screwed them. Right. Uh if if you know where I'm going. Okay, I see what you're saying. Uh, did we? Okay, here's
1: here's here's our next question. Did we learn anything from week six that we didn't know in previous
0: weeks? Um. Yes. Okay. What did we learn? <clears throat> uh. We learned how to defend Patrick Mahomes. Right. Two weeks in a row, they lost to teams that they were really supposed to beat. Right. Um, Even though I picked Houston to win. Right. Uh, We learned that Tennessee is in turmoil. Right. Miami's still tanking. Yep. Um, And you can't count out anybody in this league.
1: Right. Right. With all the close scores that happened, you got the close scores.
0: I mean, there was what three games that were decided by one point, right? Um, and then I mean, just case in point, you you've got Pittsburgh. You can't count anybody out, right? You all can't. right.
1: Uh, what I learned this week was the teams who we thought were gonna win won. The teams who we thought were gonna lose. Lost, but there is we're getting to a point of parity in the NFL where, like what you were talking about, where anybody can now win, and and, and, and then the old rule is true: anybody can win on any given Sunday. But it's to a point to where it's parity now. It's a point to where it's like, do we really know who the? Because we all know, like, Phil like we I believe Philadelphia was going to be the one of the best teams. I figured they'd be undefeated right now, and they're oh, sitting yeah. at, and they're sitting at three and three. I figured Minnesota would be at least 5-1, and, and they're not doing any better either. You know, you figured they're, the Falcons sitting, would be better.
0: They're sitting at 4-2. and two. Yeah, you figured the Falcons would be better. Um, Although, in a surprise, Carolina
1: is way better than anybody gave them credit for. And a lot of people attribute that to Kyle Allen coming in and stepping up. i got to contribute that to Christian McCaffrey. Dude has... He's been catching balls out of the backfield. He's been doing a lot of good. Work. He's been he's been the all-purpose back, catching and rushing
0: that that team needed for a while. Oh yeah, you but know. I, but here's why I don't think it's Christian McCaffrey. Okay, he was on the team last year, right? With Cam Newton, right? <clears throat> And they still had a mediocre season? They still had a mediocre season. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that they're having a great season right now. They're they're on a bye week this week. They're sitting at right there. Three and two. Three and two right now. So I mean they're above five hundred. But I believe wholeheartedly if Cam Newton was in that starting position right now, mm-hmm. They would not be three and two. You don't think so? They might be one and one and four, four. maybe. Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: I can see. Okay, I can see that
1: uh, because they're gonna be because they would rely more on Cam than they would on other players. Okay. Exactly. That makes sense. All right. Well, we will take this quick commercial break. Shout out to the guys over at Games. My mom found. I actually listened to the first episode, or I don't know if it was their first episode, but I listened to their recent episode. It was very good. I thought it was very informative. And um, I thought it was funny. I think they're very knowledgeable about what they're talking about. Yeah. And um, definitely, guys, go check out that podcast. As a matter of fact, here's the commercial for it right now. We'll be back in just a few moments with our Week 7 pickups.
0: Let me tell you about a new podcast that I found called Games My Mom Found. Games My Mom Found is a podcast where each week they deep dive into a retro game in hilarious fashion to bring you the facts and the jokes. I highly recommend you go check them out. Link in our description.
1: And welcome back to Movement Radio. Again, shout out to our friends over there at Games My Mom Found. And we are fixing to start about, talk about week seven picks for the 2019 NFL season. We're going to start with the Thursday nighter, Kansas City Chiefs going to Denver to play the Broncos. And uh, this game is, I can kind of venture a guess and say this game's
0: going to be kind of one-sided. I think that. Here's the thing. I think it should be. But we don't know. (laughs) Right. Uh, But like I said, you had the Colts. They figured out a way to beat. Kansas City, mm-hmm. and then Houston figure out that way. To Houston, beat City, right, figured a way to beat Kansas City. Does Denver find a way to beat Kansas City three weeks in a row? Well, do you
1: think that Denver's defense has the same similar type personnel that Indianapolis or Houston has? And the, and the, and what I mean by that is. Uh-huh. Do they have the players with enough experience to be able to commit to a rushing for playing man coverage? Do they have the players on that defense who can be able to do
0: that? Because a lot I of times... I would the say they coverage, don't have the... I, I, I would say they don't have the star power that Houston has. Right. But I think they have ever been the same quality defense that Indy has. Okay. Okay. I would say... I, I think their biggest question is their offense
1: right i and mean but b- b- but you got to understand something about kansas city's defense though kansas city defense is trash i mean aside uh, yeah. from, aside from Hunt, aside, aside, honey badger got 10 tackles this past week your safety should not be getting 10 tackles you know but that's a different story um either way though you know i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the stab in the dark here with kansas city because I mean, granted. Denver's defense has gotten better, but they did start off 0-4 for the season. And they do have the tendency to give up the big play, and they're still big playmakers on that offense of mm-hmm. Kansas City. So I'm going to go Kansas City's going to win this game. I'm going to go big, big score, 38-24. 38-24 Kansas
0: yeah. City. Okay. okay oh. Who you got? <clears throat> I got Kansas City winning as well. Uh I don't think Denver scores that much.
1: You don't think? You don't think they score twenty four? Uh huh. Mm. We will certainly see. The only reason why I'm giving twenty four is because that defense is trash. But I mean, if they can hold them, up, if they can hold them to as long as you know Pat Mahomes does a good job in getting the, getting his receivers the ball, then he's good.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I will tell you, Tyreek Hill showed up in a big way. Yeah, he did. Um, during that Houston game. Right,
1: and that's going to <clears> be a it's uh, going to be a big test for
0: him. And we're gonna bump down to Sunday. Um we got the LA Rams traveling to the Atlanta Falcons. The 3 and 3 LA Rams mm-hmm. travel to the 1 and 5 Atlanta Falcons. I have the Rams winning this one, right? Um I just think they've had a a a, a string of bad luck. They hit, you know, a, a few really good teams, Seattle, San Francisco, right? Um I think they bounce back they're gonna mollywop Atlanta.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a crazy limb here, and I'm gonna say Atlanta with an upset. Okay. Simply be, simply because of this reason, I think that the Los Angeles Rams, even though I have faith in them as far as their running game and their defensive line, they have they're having the same problems in the secondary that a lot of other teams are having. Is that they can't for for what I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, their corners cannot keep up with these bigger receivers and when you you think big receivers you think Julio, you think Calvin Ridley. The problem that Atlanta always faces isn't necessarily their offense it's their defense. They have all these defensive players coming back from injury and it's like they're not getting into the groove anymore. It's like they completely lost their rhythm. And I think that it could possibly serve a good purpose because even though I think even though I, I think that Atlanta's offense is better in some aspects at the receiver core and possibly at the quarterback core, the defense is where it's going to matter the most for this game. That's why I think Atlanta, if they can get a couple of good big plays, Atlanta could uh, upset L.A. So, I'm going to go Atlanta
0: winning in a close one. I'm going go to go 23-14. Okay. All right. Um. Then we have uh, Miami traveling to Buffalo. What else can we say? Buffalo's going to win.
1: Buffalo's going to win this game 28 to 10. Uh Miami's in complete rebuilding mode. You figured they would have won against Washington, but no. And even though Buffalo doesn't really have anything stout on offense, their defense is incredible. And they got a great defense. I I would be I gave Miami 10 thinking possibly that it could it, we could at least cover the spread, but it might not happen. I don't see anybody on that on that defense stopping anybody on that offense. Right.
0: Know? Um, but you know, Buffalo wins, Buffalo wins this game. 28 yeah. 28 to 10. Yeah. Next one. All right. <clears throat> we got, uh, Jacksonville traveling to Cincinnati. mitchumania is going to run wild one more time. Yes. Jacksonville sitting at two and four. Um, uh, they just ran into a buzzsaw. That is new Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is playing like year one Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Like Minnesota, Teddy Bridgewater. Exactly. Dude. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, so they you know uh, Gardner Minshew. I that Jacksonville. Or I mean that that New Orleans defense is no joke. So Gardner Minshew, you know, wasn't he, he? didn't play up to his potential in that game. Right. But they're traveling to Cincinnati, and I think they just they dominate Cincinnati. I, mean, I think it's definitely going to be an
1: easy win for them. Um I'm going to say 27-17. I'm going to give them. I'm going I'm to give Cincinnati at least 17, just because. AJ Green is fighting for something to, to go to another team that's going to be actually be able to use him properly. Because uh, yeah, AJ Green is, a, is is an elite quarterback playing with a mediocre quarterback in, in Andy Dalton. But yeah,
0: but AJ Green is not a quarterback.
1: AJ Green's a wide receiver. He's playing with a mediocre quarterback. I know quarterback.
0: what you said. Okay,
1: you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, but yeah. I got, Jack, I got Jacksonville winning that game. Yep. And then we're going to bump down to Minnesota at Detroit. This is going to be an NFC North rivalry. And, um, you know, I kind of want to give it to Detroit. But at the same time, Minnesota's defense has had a re- re- uh, resurgence as of late. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, though, man. Detroit, it's like Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. It's always happened with the Detroit Lions for they a have. while now. Um. To be honest, man, it would not surprise me if Detroit won, but I'm going to say they keep it close with Minnesota, and I got Minnesota winning 21-14.
0: I got Minnesota winning as well. I just think Kirk Cousins has kind of found his groove. Mm -hmm. That defense has found their groove. Right. And we're going to start seeing Minnesota at what they should have been from the get-go. Right. And, I mean, they're going to run into – I mean,
1: people – People talk a lot about the NFC North. They used to call it the NFC Worst because, you know, the teams weren't
0: all that good. No, that's the NFC East now. Yeah, yeah, the They call it the NFC
1: Least. Least, yeah, because, you know... Those teams are always scrapping and fighting with one another, but we'll get to that in just a second because we got to talk about those games. Yep. Um. But I am going to say Minnesota wins this game. Yep. Yep. Um, and then the next one, you have the Oakland Raiders traveling to the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field as they go one on one against the Green Bay Packers. And um, it's going to be we're in the we're in you know we're in the month of October and it's going to be a little bit cooler, especially up in Green Bay. Yep. Um. Oakland, you know, sunny Southern California and all that good stuff, and then. You go into the cold weather of Green Bay, um, that's definitely a, a plus for the Green Bay home team. Aaron Rodgers, you know, has proven that he's still a top ten, top five quarterback he's, in the league. He's proven he's still elite. He is. He is definitely still elite. Oakland surprisingly have had a couple of a string of a couple of good wins. Yeah,
0: they um, have. Uh, uh, they're sitting, sitting at three and two right now. Right. So. <laughs> Uh, no, 4-2. Um, they're they're at 4-2 right now, aren't they? No, they're 3-2. Oh, yeah, they had the bye week. Did they just, um, came, off the just week. came
1: off the bye week. off bye week. But, yeah, I think Oakland will do a good job keeping up with them, but I'm going to keep it close and say 23-13. to 13, Green Bay wins this game.
0: Okay. Uh, what do you got? I got Green Bay winning. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Uh, Then we, we come up to Houston traveling to Indianapolis. And what I am going to say is going to be a dog fight. Right. You have uh Houston sitting at four and two atop the AFC South against Indianapolis who's sitting at three and two in second place. Right. Uh <clears throat> so you know there are some some implications here. Definitely.
1: Definitely AFC uh South implications. Yes
0: definitely. Yeah I, I even playoff implications. Uh right. Because you know if Indianapolis wins they may get the tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, right. Th- the good thing is, is we beat Kansas City more decisively than they did. That is true. You guys
1: <laughs> did beat you guys did beat uh, them more decisively. Um, I think that again, we all underestimated Indianapolis because you know Andrew Luck retired. I think that's going to be a theme, and I know we keep on bringing it up, but that's basically the theme of this team is that it is. they're they're doing it without Andrew Luck. Um and you know, Jacoby Brissett came in and was like, "Okay, y'all don't believe in me. Cool, watch what I do." And exactly. he has done a great job. And that defense has stepped up. Mm-hmm. They, and they stepped up without Malik Hooker being in the, uh, being being on the uh, on the lineup for a while. But now he, he's coming back. Yeah. They're without so that's their, gonna be their good. stud, Darius Leonard, exactly. right? Exactly. And you know, but with, but when they come back though, they're gonna just add to a good defense. Um they're not an elite defense, but they're definitely up there, you know, in the upper echelons, top sixteen. Um and uh, Houston obviously has a top ten defense right now as well. That's good, like what you said. I agree. It's gonna be a dog fight. I got it closer than a lot of people think. Um I'm going to go Houston winning this game. I'm going go to go 24-20 Houston. Okay. I think it's going to be good. I also have, you know, in
0: case I didn't say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also have Houston winning. You,
1: I don't think you had to say, uh-huh. Bubba. I don't think you had to say. Um, all right. So, let's jump down here to the next game. Arizona goes one-on-one against New York Giants. Yep. This one is going to be a clash of two teams that are not really particularly doing so good, but both of them are on the uptick. They just came off, uh, well, the Giants just came off a loss. But they do have that shiny new toy in Daniel Jones. Yep. Uh, Arizona just came off a win. Granted, it was a win against the, the lonely Atlanta Falcons, but it was still a win nonetheless.
0: I think Arizona's on a two-game win streak, if I'm not mistaken. Give me just a half a second here. Go back and look and see what the other one was. Look at Leafs.
1: And, yeah, they beat
0: uh, Cincinnati. That's right. So they're coming off of a, a two-game win streak. Uh, so they've got, you know, some gears... Moving the ball, rolling, uh, and I've got Arizona. They're going to continue this momentum, um, and and they're going to roll over the Giants. Not I'm, by much. Not by much. Right. I, I don't
1: have it. I don't have it by much. I got it twenty seven twenty three. However, I got it going in the favor of the New York Giants because I think that the loss against New England with Daniel Jones being the quarterback, I think that it was a a, wake a, up call. a, a big wake up call, as in like. Whoo! I faced real competition, so it's almost like the damage is done. Everything is okay. He got through it. He got through the damage. Now he's gonna go through and do what he feels like he has to do now, and that's lead this team to the next level. And I think Arizona would be a good stepping stone to get to that. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. The Giants
0: win that game. You know, all right. Uh, then we got San Francisco traveling to Washington. Bubba, this is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. San Francisco bumps up to six and zero. Dude, San
1: Francisco, dude, the surprise team, uh, in, in a lot of people's eyes, the surprise team of the year. Because a lot oh. of people had, a lot of people had Seattle running away with this division. You can't say that. I mean, Seattle's definitely up there as far as one of the better teams, and we'll Wait, talk about them later. Seattle's
0: sitting at five and one. San Francisco's, uh, San Francisco's sitting at five and zero. Right. Uh, after this week, they'll be six and zero. Right. I definitely uh,
1: got. I got. It. You know what? This is probably going. to I'm not getting. I'm going to say it. Forty-one to fourteen. I'm going to give Washington fourteen points. But <laughs> San Francisco's going to do this dog walk. Em. It's yep. going to be. It's going to be. A, it's going to be a bad
0: game for Washington. Oh, I definitely think yeah. it's going to be a terrible game. for and, Washington. I mean, Jay Gruden already lost his job. I think somebody else is fixing to lose their job. Exactly. And who are they starting this week? I would I you would know. you would say I mean if you're gonna keep I mean because
1: Colt McCoy started in the game versus uh, Miami so why not stay with the hot hands stay with you the might hot as well hand. yeah and then you got the L A Chargers going to the Tennessee Titans that's gonna be the start of the afternoon games yep um God L A man But which L A is
0: just as disappointing as Tennessee they is. are L well, A sitting at two and four Tennessee sitting at two and four uh, L A should definitely be better. Than, ...than what their record states. Exactly. Because you have but, Melvin But at the Gordon, same time, you know, Tennessee should be better than what their record states. Yeah. and Considering they, they have a better defense than L.A. does. Neither team can put... They can't put the pieces together properly. They can't. It, it, it's sad. Um, I, I think a lot of Tennessee is coaching. Uh, when they hired Mike Vrabel, who was Houston's defensive coordinator two years ago... Mm-hmm. Um, when they hired Mike Vrabel as their head coach, I, I told uh, some friends of mine <clears throat> that uh, he wasn't the right decision. Right, they needed an offensive-minded coach, mm-hmm. and they're getting a defensive-minded coach. Well, I think a defensive-minded coach is good if you if you it is good, but if we're you can if you if
1: you're able to delegate, if you're able to say like, okay, I'm the head coach of this team. I'm a very good. I'm good at defense, but I need to bring in a smart-minded offensive coordinator. The one that's going to be a player-friendly to work with the scheme of the defense. Right. You know, because I mean, that's how that's how uh, Bill didn't that how Bill O'Brien got his job with uh, Houston at one point. He was you know considered. Um, where did he come from? He came, came from, from New England. Yeah, he came from New England. Yes. What was he known for in New England?
0: I'm pretty sure he was the defensive. Right, guy. he was known as a defensive guy. <coughs> right, you know? but, but at he that had, point, r- okay, we needed a defensive-minded coach because prior to uh, Bill O'Brien, you guys were giving up almost. That was like what was that was, that right. was during the Bob McNair or not Bob McNair? I'm sorry,
1: that was the uh, Bob McNair's. The, not, the, Bob McNair's uh, the, owner. the owner. Who was the who's the coach of the uh, before Bob before uh, Bill O'Brien? Who's who's who, was, who, was, who was y'all's Gary coach? Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak,
0: but there was somebody else there too, wasn't there? Uh, he was an interim. Oh, okay, never. Mind, he, he doesn't. He doesn't count. Okay, interims I don't, don't count. Okay. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. He was there for like a handful of games. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it basically went from Kubiak to to O'Brien. Right. And then Kubiak went to Denver. Right. That's um, right. Yeah, that's right. Because he
1: replaced John Fox. That's right. Right. Okay. Um. But nevertheless, the defensive guy. He. But Bill O'Brien had enough wherewithal to understand. I'm a defensive coach. I need to bring in a great offense coordinator to help run that system. Right. And he's got damn good weapons to do it. Good so shot. that's why Bill. That's why he could delegate to that offense and still be kind of deal exactly. with the defense. Mike Vrabel doesn't have that ability to do that just nope. yet. I'm so, not saying he won't, but I'm saying right now he doesn't. It doesn't seem to be happening. That and way. that's why I have the LA
0: Chargers winning this game. I have the LA Chargers winning it again, also 28 to 13. Okay. Then we've got the New Orleans Saints. Traveling to the Chicago Bears. I was so conflicted about this game. This was a game I was conflicted about. Okay. Um,
1: New Orleans is sitting at five and one. Yep. Without Drew Brees, <laughs> Chicago right now is sitting at three and two, and they have the, the I think the third best defense in the league. They have yes. they have the best linebacking core in the NFL right now. They have, in my opinion, no. arguably. You don't think they have the best linebacking court? Nope.
0: You, you don't uh, think so? San Francisco? Oh, you think San Francisco does? Okay. San Francisco has the number one defense in pass rush. hmm uh, uh, in run stopping ability. Okay. In balls over twenty yards. Okay. Throw. They have the. I mean, it's literally. Right. I was looking at some statistics earlier. Right. I mean, they literally have. Like they're number one in all right. categories. But but Chicago. And that's not is, taking anything it, away from Khalil Mack in Chicago.
1: But aren't they still number one in scoring defense, or is that still New England? New England is number okay. one in scoring defense. Okay. And but I do think. Uh, but see, and Chicago's I
0: don't think, tied for number two in scoring defense, and that's where they're they're tied with San Francisco. Okay. And
1: that and New Orleans is still up there as well too, as right. far
0: as a good defense. They've top, top I five. think that their defense has actually
1: been a cornerstone for them this season especially oh yeah and oh god you know what I was conflicted about this a while their offense is way better and you know what I'm going to do something that I don't ever do but screw it I'm going to do it I am changing my pick on the fly and I'm going to go with New Orleans winning this game I think I'm going to keep the same score though I'm going go to go 17-10 to because I do think it's going to be a defensive battle and I got it, 17-10, New Orleans over Chicago. I've never done that before, but I, th- I think I've talked myself out of it now that I'm looking back at it. Go ahead. What you got?
0: Uh, I, I have New Orleans winning, uh, but I do think it's going to be close. It's going to be a defensive battle. Right. Uh, this is going to be another one of those dog fights, if, if you will. Right. Um, I like that, though. I, I do think that Teddy Bridgewater has, has shown he is a better quarterback than Mitch Trubisky. Oh, yeah. Uh. So uh, we're gonna, you're gonna see flashes of greatness from Teddy, and you're gonna see flashes of trash from Mitch. Right. But New Orleans wins. Right. <clears throat> then we got uh, Baltimore traveling to Seattle. Twelfth man will be in effect, and that t- that stadium gets loud. Yep. Uh. uh loud. From, I mean, from everything that you hear, it's the second worst place. For a team to play that's the not yeah. the home team. Right. The first is
1: Arrowhead Stadium because of the way the acoustics hit the mm-hmm. stadium.
0: Lambeau Field.
1: Because uh, of the, because of the because
0: weather? Because of the weather. Oh, wow, it's yeah. Lambeau Field, uh, Seattle, 12-man stadium, then Arrowhead in right. Kansas City. Yeah. I've
1: heard a lot about the acoustics of, the, of Arrowhead. Exactly. exactly. Like the way they did. And, and Denver's not a – that's not a that's not an easy place to play either. Uh-uh. You know, um, they're very um, – you know, which the way the way that the, the way that the thing is now, you know, because everybody was wanting like wanting to get them indoor stadiums and everybody wanted to get like the big dome stadiums and stuff like right. that, and then a lot of teams are like, no, I'm keeping it traditional because football was designed to be played in the elements. You know exactly. what I mean? So that's where I think Green Bay, Chicago. Even Minnesota, but Minnesota has a dome now. They have you yeah. know, the U.S. Bank Arena. Yeah. Um, or U.S. Bank Stadium, sorry. Don't, <laughs> don't want don't to hurt anybody's feelings by saying the stadium's an arena, whatever. Right. Um, but, yeah, but even then, but I, think, I think that's actually benefited Minnesota because they used to be in the Triple H Dome right. in Minnesota. So that was good as well. Um. But, like I said before, with, the acoustics with all of that it, being said. Seattle wins this
0: game. I got Seattle winning, as and well.
1: I don't have it because they're playing in Seattle. But that is a good benefit for them. No, I think this um, is going to be
0: a, a a very good game. Yes. Um, and well, I almost wish this was a, a later game. Yeah. Unfortunately, will be will Fortunately, the, the the game that will end up being on
1: TV would be at least in our area. It'll end up being Tennessee versus uh the Chargers, unless yeah. for some reason they decide okay. Unless, for some reason, they decide – I think if Fox is doing the doubleheader this week, which I think they are, if Fox is doing the doubleheader this week, I think New Orleans and Chicago will end up being the – no, yeah, New Orleans and Chicago will end up being the uh, afternoon game. Right. Uh, I think Atlanta and the Rams will be the – one o'clock game that we see, and then Dallas and Philly is, Philly, Philly is a night game, which we're going to talk about that right now. Uh, oh, by the way, I have Seattle
0: winning the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, Twenty-three I to seven. I kind 17. of figured it wasn't. That's,
1: yeah, it was that's at kind at of a no hope. brainer on that one. Yeah. Um. Uh, then Philly versus yeah. Dallas, three got, and
0: three
1: versus three and three, mediocrity versus mediocrity, right. the disappointment versus more disappointment. You got.
0: Uh.
1: <sighs> choke Prescott versus choke Wentz. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to choke when you're when you're you know. Unhealthy most of the time, which he's healthy now, so you know, I'm gonna give him credit for that. That's what, what I'm is. saying.
0: He's healthy now, and he's choking these games. Yeah, um, he, he does not have it, there's nobody there to push him to be better because you don't have a Nick Foles riding your ass saying, Hey, you better make these plays because I'm coming for your job. Exactly, you better make these plays. I'm coming for your job, right? And then, well, on top of that, you also have guys
1: who are injured, they are dealing with injury bugs. Uh, on both sides but again Dallas and Philadelphia both have good defenses the problem is Philadelphia's defense for for whatever reason has gotten worse Right. Dallas's defense for whatever reason has gotten worse um, the only thing that separates them I and I have to do it do it this way I think quarterback wise who's better Carson Wentz or Dak Prescott the only reason why I would say Dak Prescott is a better quarterback than Carson Wentz is because Carson Wentz is injury problem right. however both of them are in this game both of them are healthy So if I have to go with just what I see with my eyes, I gotta go with Carson Wentz over Dak Prescott. Okay. If we're going running back, Ezekiel Elliott's the best running back in the league, arguably. Arguably. (laughs) So we (laughs) we said, (laughs) Jinx. Um, We would uh, say, okay, Dallas has the running game, wide receivers. If Philadelphia's wide receivers, their starting wideouts were healthy, I would say they have the advantage,
0: but. They're not all not all of them are healthy, so you would go with Dallas in that regard. Well, but Amari Cooper is questionable for this game. Amari Cooper is questionable because he's dealing with a severe hamstring injury. That is true. Uh, and then their
1: defense, you know, defensive line that's you know Philadelphia, you know, line, you know they're they're, they're back end, their linebackers and secondary. You'd go with the you'd go with Dallas. So this is one of those games where you just kind of pick them. But I'm not going to pick Dallas. I'm going to go Philadelphia. I do think it's going to be close. I do think it's going to be a good Sunday night,
0: or I'm going to go 28-23. Philadelphia wins this game. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to preface all of this with fuck Dallas. <laughs> fuck the Cowboys. But? They're going to win. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, uh,
0: and is it going to be close? Is it going to I be think a it's going out? to be close. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be something... They may not even hit double digits. Oh, so you think it's going to be that close? I, 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 I'm talking like, like... a dog fight, straight yes. up. Yeah. I'm talking week like... Week seven is going to be the week of the dog fights. Apparently. Yeah, like, I, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm talking it. Michael Big anyway? <laughs> <laughs> i think he's the starting announcer. Um, <laughs> oh, no, he's on FS1 now, so he's doing a good job. That's what I'm saying. Um, uh, I, I think it may end up being as close as six to seven. Oh. Score wise, I think it's going to be that much of a dog fight. Hmm.
1: I don't know about that because I mean their offenses are both good and their defenses are both good. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll go that. I'm gonna still give them a little bit of credit with 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 some of their offensive Okay. Plays. Uh, and then the Monday nighter. Monday
0: nighter. <sighs> New England, England sitting to, at six and zero. They're
1: the going to travel
0: to the New York Jets. We're sitting at one and four. Yes, they just got Broadway Sam back, but
1: are we really talking about this? No,
0: New England. New England's, England's, England's going to win.
1: New England's going to win. I ah. got thirty-one to seventeen. They're going to go crazy. It's the it's, it's Monday Night Football. Everyone loves it. Uh, so yeah, That's that it. is it for the week seven predictions. And, uh, hopefully we will do a better job this week than we did last week. I, I did a and pretty good still, job last week. Thank you. I am still in the mediocrity category. I went seven and seven and I, I went nine and five. I've had one losing week so far. I have had a mini a losing week. <laughs> since then. Yes. Uh, but that being said though, we hope you guys enjoy week seven of the NFL season. Yep. Uh, real quick before we get
0: out of here, um, we have the Body Slam Show. Body Slam Show this coming up Saturday. It's a benefit for Stoveworks here in town. Um, if if you live in the Chattanooga area, definitely come check that out. Nine One Seven East Sixteenth Street. Uh, come come check that out. It's going to be a great show. There's going to be live wrestling. There's going to be a celebrity death match between Bruno Mars and Chris Brown. There's going to be a Hulk Hogan t-shirt ribbon contest.
1: There's going to uh, be some
0: art exhibits. Some There's going to some music. Some, some arm wrestling contests. Come check it out. It's for a good cause. Please be there. Second up, Sunday afternoon, we have RWA in Maryville. Um, simply enough, we're going to go in. We're going to prove why we're the best damn tag team in the South. Right. Bar none. Second to none. If <clears throat> somebody uh, keeps on forgetting to send us the invitation to their
1: show, I'm not going to mention any names.
0: <clears throat> yep. That um, being said, though... That being said, we're going to walk into Almwick Community Center versus the, the Wild Wolves, and we're going to walk out with two wolves that have been neutered. Exactly. And uh,
1: anytime. anytime we ever get a chance to go to rwa it's always a blessing because you know they've been they've been good to us they've been giving us the teams that we wanted and why they decided to allow these teams to come in and get beat you know that's up to them it's not it's none of our business we just we just get there and beat them up and get paid that being said though thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of movement radio and until next time my name is talon williams i'm Chip hazard we will see you next time